Hey, Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Dog talking all things Disney and Dog. Today we are talking about the ESPN wide world of sports. And here's a surprise fact for you. I've driven by it probably a hundred times. I've never been inside of it. Never ever, Derek? Never ever. I, I just really haven't had a reason. I'm, I'm on property. I'm going to be at the parks or at the resort. I've never had cheerleading camp. My kids are still pretty young, so we've had no reason to go there. But So no run Disney for you? No Yet. Yet. Hopefully when yes. my knees are back up to 100%, uh, we do want to do a run Disney event in the next couple years. So I will have a reason to go, but this is a question we do get quite a bit, Doug, and I know you've spent some time there, but since I haven't, we've decided to bring a guest on who has recently gone and spent a couple times there, and that is Julie Jacobs. Julie, thank you so much for being a part of Rope Drop Radio. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, Doug, and for all of our listeners, why don't you first give us kind of an overview of the ESPN Wild World of Sports? Well, it's a massive sports complex that encompasses 220 acres. And if you're like me, that means nothing to you other than that it's really big. So there are several stadiums. you got to pay to get in, all kinds of good stuff. So Champion Stadium is where the Atlanta Braves have their spring training. There's also some minor league action there and a lot of little kid baseball going on there. It's a 9,500-seat stadium. HP Fieldhouse formerly the Milk House. It's been sponsored by lots of different places. Um, I've been there for the Advocare Invitational when we went and watched the Cornhuskers play some college basketball. We got to sit front row. That was pretty cool. That's a 5,000-seat venue. Then you got the Visa Center, formerly the Jostin Center. That's uh, like 1,200 seats, so it'll get a little smaller as we go. And then there's the brand-new sparkling gem that just opened very creatively named. Imagineering went over the top on this name, Derek. Do you know the name of this new no venue? Idea. Julie, do you know the name of this new venue? I think it's the Arena. The Arena! Way to go, Imagineering. So the Arena opened in just this January, and so it seats 8,000 people. So it's the biggest facility on property there. And it's kind of located off to the side and is brand new. And it is just for dance and cheer, anything. It's basically a stage. So those 8,000 seats aren't around a floor. They're all to like the two-thirds side of it. So it's more like a theater setup. So no longer does your dance and cheer have to take over Indiana Jones, Derek. That's always going to be open because that's where they did a lot of it before over at the studios. Now they have their own home. And it's massive. So dance and cheer, congratulations. But that's not it, Derek. That's not it. We got a track and field. So, like, 
softball, baseball. I don't even know how many fields. I could look it up, but I'm lazy. And soccer fields slash base football fields because they switch them back and forth depending on what's going on. We've seen it as both. We've seen it set up for Pop Warner. We've seen it set up for soccer. I don't know how many fields they have because they probably depends on how big of fields they're setting up. But they're massive. All lit. 17 17 full-size soccer fields? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, because I've seen it set up with smaller ones, and then it's like, I don't even know where to count. Um, They're all lit, and they have scoreboards. So they're not just like, here, let's mow this grass better and paint lines. They're purpose-built. Lights, scoreboards, you know, good infrastructure around it. So it is a complex for a sports person's dream. And that's not it. There's also a gift shop. There's a rest, couple of restaurants and other things happening. So there's your overview. Oh, that, okay. That was that's a lot good. of information. I don't even know if half of our listeners remembered everything that you just said. Is that 8,000 seats for cheerleading dance. I think that's the key. That's the away. most important one because there always seems to be oh a cheerleading gosh. or dance competition going on. And the best thing that you said was they are no longer taking over the Indiana Jones attraction, which is one of my favorite shows on property. And Julie, before we dive into your recent trip and trip planning, I want to know your Disney story. What are some of your favorite things? What makes you love the parks? And what are your favorite attractions? Oh, goodness. Well, I love all things Disney. We have been to Disney World five times, Disneyland three times, and on a Disney cruise. Um, I would go every year if I could get my family on board with it. But unfortunately, they like to go other places as well. Uh, what what kind uh, of I family know. is that? Trust Adopted? me. Adopted? Is that? I know. That, uh, I, I just love the magic of Disney. They do everything so well. So well. That's just what I love about it. I love going. Wonderful. And your most recent trip was to the wide world of sports for some boys soccer. Is that right? Yeah. A lot of my son's soccer tournament. How many days was it roughly that you were there? Uh, We were there a week. The soccer tournament was only four days. So we stayed on a few extra days. So how much different was the planning process knowing that you're going for this soccer tournament as opposed to just going for the parks themselves? was way different. The first and biggest um, difference was I like to plan early for my trips. And we could not plan early because when you're going for a soccer tournament, you have to wait for the team to get organized and all the parents to get organized. And then you have to wait to be accepted into the tournament because not everybody that applies to be in that tournament gets accepted. So by the time all that was said and done, we were planning in October of this of last year for a trip in December. Oh, between Christmas and New Year's. Not a lot of time to make reservations. The busiest time of the year. So we had a hard time getting dining, but we did book before a fast pass deadline. So we did get all of our fast passes. Or I'm not sure we would have gotten on a ride with the lines because it was kind of crazy. So um, that was different. The other thing that's different is, as many people probably don't know, I didn't know, that there's only one hotel that has transportation to the wide world of sports or one resort. And that's all-star sports. And if you don't stay at all-star sports, you're on your own to get there to the wide world of sports. So we are a family of five. All-star sports does not fit us. So we had to find a resort that first would fit us and that was open because we were booking so late. In addition to that, when you go for a soccer tournament, you are supposed to use a tournament-approved travel company, which 
makes it a little different. This company, you're supposed to buy your rooms and your tickets and everything through that. And this company supposedly gets discount rates, but when I figured it out, it wasn't that discount. The travel company did offer many hotel choices, but most of them were off property. And we wanted to stay on property and we wanted to stay at the beach club. So we ended up going around the travel company and booking with Michelle and MEI Travel. And she was able to get us up to the beach club exactly where we wanted to be. So I will say we heard afterwards that our team could have gotten in trouble for not using the tournament approved travel company. So I wouldn't recommend doing that probably because we didn't want to get in trouble, but I also didn't want to stay in one of their off property hotels. Yeah. Off so. property that time of year would be Mm-mm. nightmare. So I, I can't believe that you can get in trouble. It's a lot of scare tactics. Yeah. yeah. I think so because nobody said anything to us, but they were, yeah. I guess our turn or our um, team manager got a email saying that we weren't all staying. So they must cross reference maybe. Because on the tournament approved website, you put your player's name. And so they probably can cross reference and see who doesn't have a room. But how do they know you don't have a house? Mm-hmm. Or friends or relative or family. Or, yeah, yeah they, exactly. But it was all I know, fairly. I know a lot of people that don't uh, go with the preferred travel. So, so how, how, did you get, a, how did you get from uh, Beach to uh, the ESPN Wide World of Sports if they don't have transportation? Well, we were worried about that, but we took the little minivans, those new things that Disney has that goes to the resorts. At the time, they were only going to the deluxe resorts. We were lucky that Beach Club was included in that. Um, so the minivan would pick us up at Beach Club and drop us right at the front gate of Wide World of Sports, which was awesome because those people walking from the parking lot were walking along. Right? Yeah, it's almost worth the cost of the minivan to skip that parking lot. It yeah. totally was. Yeah. I said that. And then they would pick us up right at the front entrance afterwards and take us to the park or back to the resort. Um, the only, we had one issue the whole time. So we probably took them eight or 10 times. We had one issue one morning where we called and it was like 35 minutes and no minivan. And we checked the app because they have, Disney has an app where you can see if the minivan's even coming to you yeah. or close to you and not so much. So we canceled and I went with a lift. And then we just found later that we asked somebody in there, like they were so busy that it, that was that. It and was it was fine. The- busiest week of the year right yes it was it was new year we heard many times yes yeah and there's there were only like 15 minivans at the time because they were just rolling them out yeah they've expanded other than that it was like a five or ten minute wait every time it was no problem at all yeah when we were going to and from the basketball tournament we used uber uh xl almost the whole time because that was the very first couple weeks of the minivan service so there was a, even fewer of them, and they were far between. So yeah. we did that, and we were staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And we learned that the minivans like to hang out around the Epcot resorts. So being at Beach Club, Boardwalk, or Yacht Club, the minivans are going to get to you very quickly. Being at Animal Kingdom, yeah, you might have better mm-hmm. luck with a regular Uber or Lyft, even though you're just staying on property. Yeah. I think we were lucky that way, because literally we would call from our room, and get our bags together and go down, and the minivan will be waiting for us already. Way better than a bus. That's a win. From better all stars. Than... Yeah. Um, <laughs> now now I understand why there's so many cheerleaders there every time. Well, the one time I stayed there and the other times I've seen. I have friends there actually right now at a cheerleading camp. Sorry. I know. That's unfortunate for them. They are Rope Drop Radio listeners, so thank you so much for listening. But let's jump back into the ESPN Wide World of Sports and – 
What were your overall first impressions? You pull up in that minivan where you just like, wow. I know every time I drive by it, I just think this thing is way too massive. It was awesome. Actually, it, like all things Disney, it was amazing. The ball right there where you get your pictures as you first walk in. Um, while we were at our soccer tournament that week, there was also a baseball tournament, basketball tournament, and a wrestling tournament going on. That's, That's a lot of people, but it did not feel crowded because, as Doug said, it's 200 and xyz acres yeah um so we had no problem and we went in and checked out all the facilities and everything seemed nice and yeah it was just impressive and then they were building the new dance thing which they were bragging about which was enormous so i I thought the whole thing was yes it did i I thought the whole thing was really cool and so did the kids kids enjoyed playing there Oh my goodness me. Yes, they called it the soccer field of dreams. They were beautiful fields. Mm-hmm. And when you first walk in past all the buildings, you can look down and see those 17 fields all playing. It's pretty impressive. Pretty exciting. Yeah, there's a few higher vantage points. One thing that when we were at the basketball tournament, sometimes we were watching two teams that were not the team we were there for because the game before us was running late. You could go up to the concourse and there was windows that looked out over all the, the soccer stadiums. And my daughter would go up there because the girls' soccer showcase was going on then, and that's what she would – she'd just stand there and watch. And you could look down on the, the one soccer field with grandstands. I, there's one field with some pretty big stands around it. And so she's pretty sure she watched most of the championship game. I don't know why she thinks that, but she's confident she watched that on a Sunday night. <laughs> she could have. Yeah. Um, oh, we sense. played one time on that field. That was our first game on that championship field with the grandstands. That was cool. cool. The rest of the time we were on the normal there. field. Yeah, yeah, but they all, something to note is they all did have bleachers. I remember asking about that. Most of them had bleachers. We threw a blanket in anyway, but most of them had bleachers or at least a couple benches that you could sit on, well, which was nice because not all fields have that. One thing I'm curious with that many amount of people and yes, the facilities may look awesome. You can always run into events that are poorly run, poorly managed. I've been at wrestling tournaments and baseball tournaments that just are a complete mess. So Disney usually doing everything to the nines. Did you feel that this was run extremely well or maybe poorly? No, extremely well. Every game was on time. Every referee was where they were supposed to be. They were well run. Beautiful fields, like Doug said, there were lights. There was no no question about it being well-run and well-organized. Um, the other thing we noticed, because we go to a lot of soccer tournaments, is we always look for bathrooms, snacks, that nature. Um, there were bathrooms in every building. There were porta-potties right by the fields that were further away. They were Disney clean. There was no question about sending your seven-year-old into the porta-potty. Um, and there were snack carts everywhere, which... When you have little girls and you're there for three hours, snack carts are important. Yeah, you're and, taking and a break from, and they were, Yeah. Uh, taking a break from Disney with the little watch. girls. Watch the brother. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah. That'd be rough. They, no they, were, yeah. they actually went and found the Wetzel pretzel cart at one point and claimed it was the best pretzel they ever had. So. Might have been. Might have been. But no I felt pretzel. that. No Mickey pretzel. Yeah. No, but that's okay. But it, I felt it was very well run. And like I said, I mean, snacks, easy walk, all the paths were flat. I mean, stuff like that that you look for, right? Everything had a sidewalk to it. It was, it was great. 
So did you lug chairs in to sit on, or did you use the bleachers everywhere you went? Did you feel like you were moving in as you were walking across 200 acres? No, because we flew, so we didn't take chairs. So we took a blanket, and I put the little girls on a blanket and was hoping for the best for a seat, and it was fine. The dads always stand, so, you know, they don't need a seat. It's just the moms that really need a seat. So, no, it was fine. And, no, I didn't feel like I was moving in. It, it is a long walk. I mean, it was a long walk, but you expect that at Disney, right? So Yeah. We're, don't you walk a long ways at Disney? Exactly. Exactly. So, it was fine. You walk a long ways, but you don't burn any calories, it seems like, because of all the food that you end up eating while you're at Those Disney. Those pretzels. Those pretzels. What, any, uh, we talked about the finer dining. Besides pretzels, did you guys get to experience any uh, more advanced dining at the ESPN World of Sports? No, we didn't. We always save our dining for Epcot or one of the nicer restaurants. So we saw the dining, and there was a lot of choices for um, quick service, it looks to be. There were like two or three different buildings. Um, but we didn't actually eat there because if I'm going to eat, I want to eat at one of those cool places in Epcot if I have my choice. Yeah, they got a couple couple food options. Because you have an yeah. ESPN grill. and yep. Probably one is a like, stadium type food, I'm assuming. Yeah. the I will say the food that was in the stadium for the actual basketball game, it was ran by obviously a third party that was not very good. So that was not, that was not good, but they have like a cafeteria style or a food court style, uh, counter service. And I believe there's a sit down one as well, but, uh, yeah, we, we ate popcorn for dinner one night and, uh, some hot dogs at the basketball. And, uh, that was the last time we did that. Like, yeah, too much good food back at the park. So we had to plan better, but we didn't get to pick what time the games were. That was, they were all like right in the middle of mealtime. They really messed up our dining plans. Cause when we booked our dining six months out, we didn't know the basketball schedule yet. Actually. I mean, we didn't know what time we were playing the game the next day until we won or lost. So we booked a lunch and a dinner and then we canceled one depending on what was happening. When did you find out your soccer game schedule? How far in advance was that? I was just thinking about that. I think it was like two or three weeks. So we had a ton of dining booked all over the place and then started canceling when we figured out when they were playing. We were lucky. Um, Two of the games were in the morning. So they only played three games in the showcase. They played like a Thursday, Friday, had Saturday off, and then played Sunday. Um, Two of the games were in the morning. So, And the one game was in the morning on New Year's Eve. So we got really lucky with that. We were not there in the middle of the day. You didn't have the 9 p.m. start time on New Year's Eve? No, thank goodness. They promised us that the tournament would be done by 4 that day. So we knew we would be out of there by 4. Because I was, yeah, I'm like, really? So we were very lucky that morning. I think our game was actually 8 a.m. It was actually excessively early for getting there. Because one of my things was that it was huge. As Doug said, 220 acres. You have to get there early. There's no rolling in 30 minutes before the game. You have to get there a couple hours before the game. We got there an hour early, and we did not have a lot of time by the time you walk and get settled and all that stuff. So we, we were fortunate. We, I think we were there at 6.30 that morning. A little early nice. for the girls. Especially for non-rope drop. Rope yeah. dropping yeah, rope the dropping, complex. Yeah, the complex Ugh. instead yeah. of the parks. Yeah. That's, a, that's kind of a bummer yeah. all around. Was there anything that surprised you 
uh, with the whole experience, something you might want to let our listeners know to be prepared for when they travel there? Well, that so you have to pay to get in. Oh, We don't have to pay to get into soccer games. So that was something I didn't plan for, but luckily my amazing travel agent told me about it, and she added it, Wide World of Sports or something and more to our magic yeah. band. Um, so our charge was minimal because it was on our other team parents who were not having Disney tickets or whatever because – a lot of our team did not go to Disney. They did other things. Wait, what? Um, I don't understand uh, that. <laughs> I didn't confusing, right? I thought they were crazy. These what? boys had never been to Florida, and they went to the ocean for two hours. In, in they never January, did go to Disney. December. Yeah, it was, they were miserable. So, um, and our weather was not good. So they had to pay to get into every game. Now, yeah. once you pay to get in, you could go see everything. I mean, we went into the Brave Stadium and watched Little League. and So that was good, but, you know, it's a little pricey to get in if you're not prepared for that hmm. um the other thing is that there's characters there which i didn't know but michelle told me to look for characters and we did not see soccer mickey and minnie but oh, we saw yeah. a referee chip and dale which was pretty cool yeah. and there was no line which... they would they would be the worst referees i'm just gonna say that they, would be the, the... they were hysterical because they there was be... no line there was nobody waiting we were forever with them and as we found out there's a line for the bathroom even at Christmas time <laughs> that goes on forever. So no line for characters was outstanding. Well, if you're trying to get your Mickey in every costume type thing, there's probably the only place you're going to get Coach Mickey or Soccer Mickey. And Soccer Mickey. We, we searched forever for, um, so Soccer Mini debuted at the November Girls Soccer Showcase. Uh, Julie, you were at the Boys Soccer Showcase. Yeah. And so, we searched for the day after she debuted, and we were unsuccessful. We went really early to one of the basketball games and walked around, walked around, asked people, and we failed. But uh, she's out there. Keep your eyes peeled. If you're there all day, I'm sure you see them eventually. Also, during the packet pickups, the run Disney events where they have the kid races at the complex, you can find mickey and minnie and gain in their running attire so that's another right. type of meet and greet that they have and the kids races are on the track they do the mickey mile which goes around the complex like my kids got to run around the warning track of the baseball stadium so they thought that was really cool that was part of the mickey that mile cool. run and claire when we did it the last time claire was in the 200 meter dash because there was age brackets now they're all old so they'd all be doing the mile but the little kids get like the 100 meter dash, which is hilarious. And then there's the 200 meter dash where like you have some kids that are like starting to be super serious. And then others that are like, why am I here? Why is everyone yelling at me type of age? And then the 300, the 400, and then it jumps to the mile. So they use the complex for all the run Disney events and packet pickup. If you haven't been there, they, they do run more busing during run Disney. So it's not just all-star sports. There's, Almost every resort, I believe, now has run Disney busing, and it takes you to and from Wild World of Sports to get your packet the day before your race. You can't pick it up day of because it doesn't open early enough. But that's one of the big things that they do there, along with all of the youth sports that they do. And then their, you know, college and like the Pro Bowl is there for all their skill stuff. So all kinds of things happen at the ESPN Wild World of Sports. It is an impressive complex. Now you make me want to go. I'll have to find a reason to uh, head down. Maybe I'll just come watch your kids. I'll watch your kids play sports. 
I don't know that I don't see that happening. So the tournament that Julie was at was a really high level tournament, very select. Um, this the was top his, teams in the country. Yeah, Olympic Development Program team that he traveled there no. with, or not? No. No, this was his club team, and they were um, number one in the region. So the Midwest region, they were number one in the region last year, um, and played in nationals. So they were one of the top sixteen teams in the country. Were so they playing against international we teams at all when they were there? Nope, nope they, they were all not. America. Yeah, okay. U.S. teams. The girls' soccer showcase, we saw some international teams, but I wasn't sure that they were playing American teams. It looked like there was different brackets. So they, that's what they do. So basically, we played in the Disney soccer showcase, but um, we played in what was called the National League. So when you're one of the top 16 teams in the nation, you play in a, a league called the National League, and they go to these big tournaments and take some of their fields. And play okay. each other. That's how they do it, so that they can't really have their tournament for 16 teams. So we were playing in the soccer showcase, but with the National League team. So we were just playing other teams in our league. It's a little bit different. Okay. So the international teams could have been there doing the same thing. Did you guys okay. win? We won one, lost two. But we lost to the number one team in the nation, so we can't complain about that too much. That's, that's uh, yeah. But the competition was phenomenal. It's nothing you see around here. There's some good soccer players. Yeah. But it was an amazing experience. And the boys thought, I mean, how many times do you get to play soccer at Disney World? Not no. many people can say they get no, to I, do that. I have not. I haven't either. So, so, yeah, so that was cool. And I do know, besides the big soccer, Doug, they make them into 3v3 fields. They do. They do a 3v3 tournament, and it has an open registration. So if you really want to go and play, there's usually a tournament in almost every sport that is, I'm not going to say rec level, but anybody that has a little bit of a competitive drive to them can, you know, go participate. What's the worst thing that can happen? You lose your three games, but you're still at Disney World. And you get the experience of playing at the complex. I've looked into the 3v3 tournament a couple different what, times. What sport are we playing, a, Doug? A, us? The yeah. adult division? Yeah, you and well, I. We'll find a, a third. There isn't a Dole Whip eating contest, is oh. there? No. <laughs> I don't. I don't know, Derek. I I don't have the stamina for a three v three soccer game. That's a lot of running. This field gets little, but you got to run more. It doesn't make any sense logically, but that's what happens. I've looked at it for the kids, but it's a bad time of year. Like you miss school and convince other parents to go with you to miss school. Like seems some parents like think that's the craziest thing on earth to miss school for Disney. And so it's been a hard sell when I brought it up. So I gave I gave up, and I've decided I'd just rather go to Disney. When I'm at Disney. Good plan. Yeah. And your kids run there, so that's cool. They get to be there doing something. Yeah, the kids' races are pretty fun. They make a big deal about it. There's great photo ops. And now uh, photo pass photographers are there, and that's tied in. So you get your photo pass pictures when you're at Run Disney. Was the photo pass tied in for Alex then? Yep. Yep, it was not for so you had to pay extra if you wanted them to take pictures of them playing. They okay. have a whole deal where you can go in and say, "I want you to come take pictures of my kid." We took our big fancy camera, our Canon, and I took my own pictures. But the pictures with Chip and Dale were on our photo pass. Nice, wow. With the characters, so yeah, that was that was pretty slick. All right, so. that's everything with the uh, wide world of sports. So. Sounds like a good time. I need to get down there, Doug. 
I'm down You're three there. on three. You, me, we'll find someone else to play some soccer. Joe plays soccer. Joe, I think he's a hockey guy. He's a hockey. Alex oh. is a soccer guy. All right, Alex is in. Yeah, Alex. He's Alex, listening. Yeah, Alex will play. He'll, he'll minimize your running, Doug, because he'll run for oh, you. You're Alex. Oh, you're Alex. Yeah, you're Alex. Alex. Yeah, we'll take him. He's yeah, a okay, ringer. We'll take him. Yes, yes. We'll take that, Alex. <laughs> I was thinking of Alex. Uh, I yep. Alex, um, who's been on the show before. Us old guys. Oh, yeah. Old guy bracket. No, if yeah, we, we need a ringer. Alex, yeah, we need one ringer, and then we just stand back and kind of protect the goal, let Alex do everything yeah. else. And you need a couple stuff, because it is normally it's hot. I'll be a sub. Uh, not in December. Not when you were there. No, it's miserable. All right, Julie. I think it is time for the lightning round. All right, Julie. This is kind of quick hitters. We may interrupt and tell you why your answer was wonderful or horrible. Either or. Awesome. Okay. So, favorite Disney movie. Beauty and the Beast. Live action or animated? You gotta specify now. Oh, the animated. The animated. The classic. Mm-hmm. Tale as old as time. All right, favorite okay. Disney character. Oh. If the next question has a Beauty and the Beast answer, we know a trend there. Favorite modern attraction? Thorin. Not story time with Belle? Not story time with Belle, no. Thorin. Thorin. Toy Which Story Thorin? Mania Toys. is a second. Thorin. Second, which Soren do you like better, California or around the world? Around the world. Okay, you liked your curve ISL tower. Got it. All right. I did. <laughs> All right. Favorite classic attraction? It's a small world. Right. That's very classic. It is. It's uh, Walt's fingerprints. It's all kinds of wonderful things. Favorite Disney park? Epcot. How do you feel about Guardians of the Galaxy invading your favorite park? Not so much. You don't like Ooh. that? Okay, well, we'll nope. move on then, because I'm a fan. No. All right. And where are they going? Universe of Energy. Oh, uh, that'll be okay. I just love the eating in Epcot. It's really what I love the most of the country. Yeah, yeah. What's your... Well, we'll get into it in a second. All right. Favorite Disney resort? Beach Club was my favorite one so far. Beach Club. Do you have a favorite moderate or value? Port Orleans. I've never stated about you. Darn no no all star sports. No, our family of five. Have you listened to Derek's review of all star sports? I mean, I don't know why anybody doesn't stay there after his wonderful review on the show. I would like to stay at Art of Animation. We could, I mean, but we've just never stayed there. It's nice. We've done it a few times. We have. We've enjoyed it. All right. Now to the important questions. Favorite quick service restaurant? Be our guest. Not because it's bell themed, but I like the idea and the food and that it makes it feel like a sit down when it's not. Okay. Favorite table service restaurant? Well, I have a tie. Mama Melrose in Hollywood Studios or the German Beer Garden in Epcot. It's two we have not heard before, I believed it. Actually, no, we heard the beer garden last with the last guest. John said that. We got oh, two yeah. in a row. I haven't been there. I need to get back there. It's been all right, Derek. Like 20 it's years. on our list. It's uh, we gotta we gotta visit that one. All right. The most important question we ask: favorite Disney snack? The Mickey on a stick. The Mickey bar. Mickey bar. All right. And a Disney bucket list item. We want to go to Food and Wine Festival. We haven't been to Food and Wine. Not yet. Just ditch the kids. They're old enough to take care of yeah. themselves, right? 
he's got not a high quite yet, but grandpa, yeah, oh, well, yeah. the high schooler can't take care of anybody. <laughs> but grandma and grandpa can. Ditch None. the kids, food and wine, go either in November or September, avoid October like the plague, and yep. you'll be good. Yeah, we were there right at the end of it in November one year when we went mm, several years ago, and it looked super fun. See, and now if you went the same dates, it would still be food and wine because it just keeps creeping further and further. It does. It does. does. So that is our lightning round. We're done. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Julie, for being a part of the show and sharing your most recent trip to the wide world of sports. Let me ask you this. Uh, How did you go about booking all that? MEI Travel and Michelle McKnight is my go-to travel agent. I haven't booked my own Disney trip in years. Yeah, neither I don't even I. know how long. It's nice There's not no sitting on hold, right? I don't even know if Doug knows how to book a trip. I do not. I uh, Actually, I it's tricky because if I ask her to quote something as like the bottom of the list, hmm. everybody else is more important than me. And yes. I'm a fairly easy customer, I think, because I go on and figure out exactly what I want and then tell Michelle exactly what I want. So I kind of know. I mean, I don't. she doesn't have to work hard for the Jacob. She doesn't quote you 20 different resorts. Yeah, she knows I know what I want by the time I call her. Probably just have the beach club quote done before off the phone. Yeah, that's that's my new favorite. There's it's nothing nice. you can't love okay. about that place. Walk out the door into the back door of it. It's a bucket and list for me. Like, yeah, it's it's uh it's one of my two favorites. I like Bay Lake Tower as well, but for oh, and we haven't seen there. I'm sure I would love that one too, for different reasons. The, the food's not as good. Because you got a, the Magic Kingdom nearby, and let's be honest, that's lacking. But, uh, yeah. yeah. There you go. All right. Well, like Julie said, go. she, Michelle, takes care of everything for you. And if you want a free quote for a Disney vacation, or if you're looking at going to Wide World of Sports and want to break some rules, let her make a quote for you. Her email is in the show notes. But that is all the time that we have. So thank you again, Julie, for being a part of Rope Drop Radio. It was great having you on here, and look forward to you know maybe meeting up with you guys when you're back down playing, Doug. We can have, we need to get him Alex on our team. Yeah, that's if we have a team, I think he's a must. We have to check his <laughs> the ringer. First. Need the ringer. Uh, yeah, there's no like cornhole games or something like that where I could be a ringer. <laughs> I, Horseshoes. Yeah, I'm really if you have at, the drinking around the world game, you could try that one. He failed at eating around. Yeah, the I world. did. I failed miserably. Like really bad. So I'm pretty good at that. Um, I also really good at the game Operation. Is that? I would hope so. It? I let you work on my teeth. <laughs> I have to do it left-handed, and it's. I still. I still got you beat. So that's my only thing. I'm a ringer at. That's that's the Disney <laughs> dentist for you, but. Thank you again, Julie, and this is all the time that we have, so you've been listening to Rope Drop Radio. Be sure to subscribe to our show, like us on Facebook and Twitter. Of course, hit up Michelle for any quotes that you may need, but thank you again, and good night.